welcome to episode 33 of What Cause Inspires You. I'm your host, Nithya Kuparetti, and today I have with me Samya Gupta. Alicia Gupta, my friend and fellow Humanity Rising ambassador, launched the What Cause Inspires You podcast as a way for students to share the service that they are doing in their communities. We encourage youth who are making a change to improve the world to speak up about their stories and become a leader in the movement. Sonia Gupta is a freshman at the University of California, Davis, majoring in food science. She loves to bake and tries to use it to combat issues such as food insecurity and holds classes to teach others some tips and tricks. Through this podcast, she will be explaining food insecurity, how we can help, and a little about what she is doing currently. We are recording this presentation and it will be posted shortly on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Music. Be sure to check out www.humanityrising.org and sign up for our email newsletter to keep updated with all the podcast links. Thanks so much for joining us, Sonia. We're excited to learn more. So do you want to get started? All right, sure. Okay, so tell me a little bit about yourself. So for those of you who don't know me, and for those of you who didn't hear the introduction, my name is Sonia. Um, I'm currently a freshman at University of California, Davis. I'm majoring in food science, as Nitya said before. I love hanging out with my friends and family, singing, baking, playing volleyball, rowing, and giving back to my community. Those all sound like awesome hobbies. I know I share some of them myself. So what is food insecurity and why does it occur? A lot of people don't really know what food insecurity is, which I find really interesting since it's such a big cause, especially today. Um, But food insecurity describes a household's inability to provide enough food for every person to live an active, healthy life. Food insecurity is one way we can measure and assess the risk of hunger. It can be caused by unavailability of food, unaffordable food, and unequal distribution of food between household members. Personally, food insecurity may be long-term or temporary. It may be influenced by a number of factors, including income, employment, race, ethnicity, and disability. The risk of food insecurity increases when money to buy food is limited or not available. More people with lower salaries are food insecure in comparison to people with higher salaries. And as you know, unemployment leads to lower incomes or no incomes whatsoever. High unemployment rates among low-income populations make it more difficult to meet basic household food needs. And in addition, children with unemployed parents have higher rates of food insecurity than children with employed parents. I agree with you in that food insecurity is not talked about enough. I know I don't hear about it enough, and I think it's really not discussed enough for people to realize how big of an issue it is. And I I think it's awesome that you are raising awareness about this. Who is affected by food insecurity? Basically, anyone can be affected by food insecurity. But as I said before, the people who have lower income rates are more likely to be affected by food insecurity. People that are not white are more likely to go through food insecurity. The conditions are harsher for children when they get it because they have not fully grown. And people believe that being thin is what a food 
insecure person looks like, but actually it's quite the opposite. People who are obese are usually food insecure just because they haven't gotten enough nutrition or they're eating the wrong nutrition and it's causing them to be bloated or even having problems with diabetes or insulin, etc. Yeah, I definitely don't think people would like expect to see a food insecure person to be bigger or to like realize that there is a race factor in food insecurity. So I think it's important that you're talking about as I said before, the people who are white have less rates in comparison to people who are Black, Hispanic, and even other races that are not included. So what does food insecurity lead to and how can we fix it? Children who are food insecure or come from families that are food insecure are more likely to require hospitalization and are at a higher risk of chronic health conditions like anemia, asthma, and they also have frequent oral health problems. Food insecurity in children is also related to poor physical quality of life and prevents them from fully engaging in daily school activities as well as social interactions with their peers. Food insecurity in children can also lead to hunger. Hunger can also result from food insecurity. Hunger costs billions every year with U.S. using about $178.9 billion per year. This makes the government spend more on feeding the nation instead of concentrating money to other sorts of funds that they could use such as infrastructure, healthcare, or even education. Although hunger levels are slowly getting better, the the amount of people that still go hungry every day is quite a bit. So how many people do you think go hungry every year? It's actually like 14% in the US and 10% worldwide. And even though like we think it's a lot more than it is, it's still a lot. And some other things that food insecurity leads to is an increase in food prices. When there's a shortage of food commodities, it's usually because of food insecurity. It makes the available food expensive to purchase, which is even worse for people who have low income, which is why you can see that people with low income have more food insecurity security that happens. This means like the price will go up and will result in related items being more expensive. People's access to food, care, feeding, and access to healthcare may also become limited as a consequence, making the nation more insecure. Another thing it leads to, as I said before, was unemployment. Even though people who are unemployed deal with food insecurity, it goes the other way as well. When a nation is insecure about their availability of food, the economy will slow down. This means more people will lose their job, wages will be lost, and losses in income will be prevalent. Last but not least, um, how can you fix these issues? Well, first of all, you can donate non-perishable food to your nearest food bank who give food to the underprivileged or even volunteer at food banks, homeless shelters. And I can tell you that homeless shelters are actually quite fun to volunteer at. When I was little, I used to do exactly that. Every Christmas, we would go and we would share our Christmas food with the people there and we would make them like stew. And they actually really enjoyed it and they came to love us a lot. I think that's awesome that you were able to do that from a young age too. I think it really probably showed you the issue firsthand. And I think it's awesome that you were able to help people as well. 
Some things that you can do to combat food insecurity include reducing food waste. Food is wasted mainly because of inefficient preparations, bumpy or bad roads, overselective customers, and inadequate storage facilities. But it's also because sometimes we don't want to eat the food. Sometimes we think it tastes bad, it smells bad, etc. If storage facilities are improved or we eat what we are given and we only take what we need, that means less food will be wasted and there will be more food secure communities. As you could see, people waste food all the time and that is not helping us, especially because globally about 1.3 billion tons a year are wasted of food. I'm sure you find that as crazy as I find it myself. But another way to combat food insecurity is by reducing the risk of commercialization. I know this one's not as personal to you, but if food is grown to give to others to feed the nation, food insecurity levels will go down. Farmers can produce more food crops and will be able to produce like cash crops. Then there are enough like food crops in the market as well for everyone. Number three, I think like improving like infrastructure in terms of farming as well. Like I'm sure you've gone to a farm and you don't think they're used as much, but honestly, like I think farmers have like the biggest jobs. They make food for us. They do all sorts of things when it comes to that. And if the facilities they were used and the equipment they were using were better, then maybe we wouldn't have as much food insecurity issues. So that's about it. But some other things is working towards defeating climate change. I think that we forget how much climate change affects the production of food. But if we fight climate change as we can, what we're doing, maybe saving that water, maybe throwing what's to be thrown in the recycling instead of the trash, etc. Maybe we can help fight food insecurity in some way. Yeah, and I think it's definitely important for people to be thoughtful about their own usage of food and recycling as well. Like you might think it's just one soda can, but it does add up. So it is important to be aware of those kind of things. So kind of expanding on what you said before, how can others combat food insecurities in their own communities? There's honestly a lot of things that you can do. First and foremost, try to not waste as much food as possible. Try to cut out what's not needed. Try to take only what you're going to eat and all of that stuff. Teach your people around you why eating healthy is good for you and why you can still be healthy while eating unhealthy sometimes. Go down to the farmers and donate to farmers to try to help their infrastructure. Try to buy different crops all the time. Try to buy from local places so that the money goes back to farmers instead of other big corporations you can also in terms of like climate change like the small things matter I'm sure you guys know that because climate change is one of the biggest issues currently too but if you don't waste water take shorter showers in that sense try to do like the small things that will help it and try to go green in terms of like composting recycling and reusing stuff try to use less plastic I'm sure you know the rest of the things switch your like plastic straws to metal straws. I currently have a metal straw and they don't cost a lot, I promise. But yeah, it's basically the smaller things you can do. There's many like bigger things. Um, One of the biggest places like you can check what you can do is there's this organization called Feeding America. They also have some things that you could do to help feed other people as well. Yeah, I think you mentioned a lot of great tips that everyone should take into consideration because you 
you know, the little things do count. And even though you guys might not think it's a big deal, you're like each action can really help other people. So how can others follow your journey and your project? Um, I'm not sure if you know, but earlier in ninth grade, I was baking and my friends would always say like, hey, like Sonia, like we love your baked goods, but we cannot eat these anymore. They're too sugary. They're making us fat. We're going on a diet. You know how girls are at like our age, right? So I was like, okay, so what do I do? So what I planned to do was like, maybe I should try healthy baking. And my friends looked at me and they were like, what are you saying? You're going going insane like there's no way but I'm telling you I tried baking chocolate tofu cake and my friends were like this is the most disgusting thing I've ever heard I'm not eating it what are you saying and then the next thing I know they the whole thing was gone they were like oh my god this is the best cake I didn't tell half the people and I was like whatever I'm not telling them they can figure that out later so if you're one of the people I tried it on I'm sorry but also I wanted to make it more fun in the sense that I could also benefit from it and they could benefit from it. So I started teaching classes. This time we weren't in a pandemic, so I could do them in person. And in that sense, it was great. Like I was able to do all sorts of stuff. But my first class, there was only one other person. And the person that was there hated the whole class. He was like, absolutely not. He was like a middle schooler. Um, He was like, my mom made me come here. Like, I don't want to be here. After he ate the baked goods, he was like, okay, I guess like, get what you're saying like and then he came for the next five classes even though he hated the class or whatever so what you can do is um, I have a website called bakeforhealth.com and through that I post healthy recipes um, that you can follow they're pretty simple I also have an Instagram at naturally delicious instead of delicious because yeah wording typos other than that so basically what I try to do is I write down nutritional value um and while they're they're baking they learn those things and over the summer I even did like zoom classes um and I'm planning to continue them um when I'm back in my house because right now I'm in a dorm so I don't have like the facilities um I'm trying to help reduce um cost for people in the future and also teach them something fun the way. I think it's awesome that you were able to like take your hobby and actually make it into this awesome project that you loved and was helping people. And even if you guys don't think you'll enjoy it, maybe you should try Sonia's classes and you'll be like that boy. You did. definitely should. I promise you'll like it. <laughs> so lastly, what advice do you have for those who want to start their own projects or organizations? Honestly, like starting and project is not the easiest thing that you could do. But if you have a dream and you put your mind to it anything is possible I'm sure you've heard that saying and it's very true I mean it may take a long time but as long as like you don't give up and you stick to it you'll get the deed done make sure that the project or organization has something to do with your own likings and passions and in that sense you'll do it in your free time instead of having it as extra work which you have to stress over another tip is I got a mentor her name is Tansy Bogan she was able to help me a lot in the sense of nutritional aspects and many other things and I think if you have someone who could help you through your process it'll go 10 times faster because I think that it may seem like hard um, to start something but if you start with the small steps you'll eventually get to the bigger one. 
Yeah, definitely. And I think also like what you said about starting a project using something that you're passionate about or you already know you enjoy doing. I think that'll definitely like make you want to work on it more and really take it further instead of just seeing it as like a project that's, you know, a lot of work or something you don't enjoy doing. So definitely try to like relate it to a hobby or something. Yeah. I think this interview has definitely made me want to try your food. <laughs> you sound like a really great chef. So Sonia's contact and connect information, her email is sgupta at ucdavis.edu. Her website is www.bakeforhealth.com. And her Instagram is at naturallydelicious without the I. And these contacts will also be attached in our YouTube description of the podcast in case anyone has further inquiries or wants to get involved. Thank you so much for sharing, Sonia. It's inspiring how you use your passion for baking to combat deeper issues like food insecurity. If you have any general questions about what Cause Inspires You podcast series and any interest in applying as a student or expert speaker or want to volunteer, email aliciagupta2020 at gmail.com or info at humanityrising.org. Humanity Rising is a student-led movement to create a better world through service. If you haven't already joined the movement, you can do that at humanity.org. Humanity Rising also offers a number of service opportunities, including anti-bullying activities, which is our signature program. You can build your service resume, earn service learning hours, and most importantly, be a part of something greater than yourself and help better our world. Be sure to follow our Instagram and Facebook pages to stay updated on our scholarship opportunities, future podcasts, and events at humanity.rising and at what cause inspires you. Thank you all for attending, and we hope to see you again for next week's podcast.